<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How is everyone doing today? We are coming to you all the way from Chicago, Illinois. That's right. We are out here in the shy. Shout to the shy. Today's show is on rebuilding. That's what we are talking about. I know you guys have so many choices, so thank you very much for being here with me today as you are every Saturday. Hello to you, to you, you over there. I see y'all. I see you. And you right there. Rebuilding. What's that mean? What's it look like? And how does it feel? Well, for me, rebuilding has been quite the process. Before I could even get into that phase, I had to really get my mind into a place where I was seeking out to rebuild myself. And that's what I'm talking about here today. Uh, rebuilding ourselves. And in this case, you know, you guys always know I talk about me and I do not try to tell you guys what to do, right? So I do my best to correct myself if I misspeak in that way. So rebuilding, what's it been like for myself? And hopefully if you connect to this, then great. And if you don't, then great. You learned something new about Tavares today. <laughs> um, before I could even get into the rebuilding phase, I had to want to rebuild. Um, you may have or may not have heard me say it before on the show, I had to get sick and tired of myself. I had to oppose the gentleman I was seeing in the mirror. That's for me. That's how my journey began when it came to rebuilding. Then I had to understand what was it that I wanted to rebuild? What were or are the areas of my life that I wanted to correct? Because there's many of them, right? Like we're not just one person. Um, in my opinion, I'm not just like I'm one person, you know, one person, human being. However, there are many versions to who I am. And if I wanted and want the best versions of myself to shine through and to come through, then I had to be accountable. I had to be responsible for the work that had to be done. Knowing that I come from a traumatic background and I've had to make the best with what I've had. Um, and that's not a bad thing. That just means I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Come from very humble beginnings. My mom was and is my hero. Like She raised four kids by herself. So... My strength comes from there. So I knew I had what it took to rebuild. I knew I had the staying power. I knew I was um, resourceful enough to make it happen. And so the process began. Um, I had to zero in on the parts of myself that I didn't really like too much. As I've stated many times before, if we don't like something about ourselves, we can change it. There's no need to suffer in silence. There's no need to count yourself out. 
you should be counting yourself in. I count myself in all the time, no matter how it looks, because that's the level of confidence that I have in myself. Confidence is key in rebuilding, understanding where you are within yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, um, spiritually. All of those are very important factors and they play key roles in the rebuilding process. How did I start, you ask? I started by meditating. That, and again, this is just my first step in my process. Um, I started by meditating. Um, and again, that came on the heels of me finally being sick and tired of myself. And when I say that, I'm, re- I'm, I'm talking about, you know, the mistakes I continued to make over and over. Um, you know, sometimes I can get caught in what I call the matrix and it is where I am so focused. My tunnel vision is so tight that all I see is what I want. And so there are times where I would allow certain other areas of my life to take a back seat only for them to blow up in my face later on. So when it comes to the rebuilding process for me, I've had to do a very good job of the work-life balance because, look, work don't stop. Bills don't stop. And during all that that's going on, I'm trying to rebuild. Like, I'm trying to be a better version of myself. You know, you cut out the drugging, you cut out the drinking. And then, as I stated before, you start to really deal, or for me, I began to really deal with the demons, I began to really deal with those bad habits that I had created, whether it was bad spending habits, uh, bad money management habits. Um, Perhaps just my energy was off a lot of the times when I would get around people. See, these are the things that were up to me to change. The rebuilding process, look, it's not for the faint of heart. If you want to do better, then you have to be better. And in order to be better, we must put in the work, okay? A lot of my friends and associates, they've seen me over the years. And for those who have known me back in my party days and for them to see me now, they're blown out the water. I don't even look the same. Like my diet is different. My whole vibe is different. And they're shocked. And they ask me, man, Tavares, how did you do it? What did you do? I said, man, first I had to surrender where most people pray in the beginning to, you know, to overcome something I prayed as a last resort. Like that was my last, you know, that was my Hail Mary. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what I did. And so it didn't just start and stop there. Oh my gosh, the process was and still is daily. And sometimes I have bad days. It's grueling sometimes. Um, there are moments where my impatience will kick in and I have to remind myself, hold up T, be patient. That positive self-talk, that positive self-awareness, just the self-awareness, very clutch for me. It allows me the opportunity to recognize the moment to adjust in real time. As I'm speaking with someone, even you all in real time, recognizing the moment to adjust can and will help us be better. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We'll be right back. Sit tight, we're paying some bills, and we'll be right back. Hey, you guys, Tavares here from Living Your Truth Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody 
who is on social media showing love. If you've liked a picture on Instagram or you like the post on Facebook or Twitter, I see y'all. We appreciate it over here. Absolutely appreciate it because that's your time and that's your energy. Please also be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at. That is important. I want everyone to have access to the show and I don't want you guys to miss any of the upcoming episodes ever. Set your alerts. Be sure to follow. We will follow back. Believe that. I will follow back. I will make sure. Okay. Excuse me. And real quick, I don't want to act like things aren't happening over in Ukraine. Things are happening and they're bad. So I just want to send love and to let Ukraine know we stand with them. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. So glad you all are here with me today. We are talking about rebuilding. Man, what a process, right? Right. I mean, starting over the whole thing. And if you had to move, you know, you had deposits, you got to pay rent, you got to find a place. Look, the rebuilding process can be overwhelming, but let's look at the other side of that. I mean, it can also be exciting. It can be something to look forward to. You know, it's okay to be excited about the unknowns in life. I believe that's what makes life such a wonder at times. That's what makes the moments in life such sweet surprises. And the rebuilding process can be intimidating. You know, if you're going through a breakup, right, and you got to rebuild after the breakup, that can be intimidating. Where do you start? Where do I go from here? Et cetera, et cetera. You know, who do I call to lean on? That sort of thing. Hopefully you have a great support system because a support system, a great support system, I believe is definitely key. It was key for me in my rebuilding process. It has continued to be great for me as I've continued to go through my evolution process. Um, As you all know, the evolution for me, I feel it just does not stop. It is the one way I stay not only accountable to myself, but I just stay aware, alert, um, involved and present because I've had to rebuild a few times. I've had to start over a few times. And, you know, I thank goodness for my mother and her strength, the strength that I witnessed as a young child growing up. Wow. I mean, real superhero type strength. Um, And I'm so thankful to have been around my mother in that way. Many other ways as well, but specifically in that way, because for a man to learn the strength from a woman, wow, like that says a hell of a lot about that individual. My mom's a radiant individual. She's a very strong human spirit. I love her dearly. And I would see that strength day in and day out no matter how tired she was. And so I think about that when I myself am struggling going through my own rebuilding process. It's not easy because you have to, I've had to drown out the background noise, right? I have to drown out the inner voice that tells me things like, 
I'm not sure if you can do it. Are you sure you can do it? You know, all those doubts, all those, you know, those cues that tell you maybe I should try something else. I myself didn't want to try anything else. I just wanted to rebuild. I felt it was necessary. I felt it in my heart. I had it on my mind. And simply put, that's just where I saw myself going. A better life. And a better life meaning um, a more fruitful life. Not necessarily financially, but for me, personally, spiritually. I wanted to be more um, spiritually grounded. I wanted to be more spiritually connected. And so I knew that I had to cut out certain behaviors, right? I had to stop the drugging. I had to, look, I had to cut off certain people I was hanging around. Now, no fault to them and no shade to them. Um, If I talk to them today, it's still love. But at the time, it was not working. If you or you know someone who is trying to get through a situation, they're trying to rebuild their life. And if they still have people around them that reflect the old versions of them, that could be a little difficult. So I'm not going to sit there and tell people who to have around them or how to go about doing it. I will say and suggest um, and possibly encourage that if you know that you have some rebuilding to do, go about it on your own in the beginning. And if you feel like you want to get additional support and help, by all means, go get it. This is a journey that we are on as individuals. My friends can't help me rebuild. I have to want to do it for myself. I have to understand what it means to me to rebuild. And I have to understand where I'm going with it because it's not something that I want to be like, oh, it's a cool thing to do or it's a topic of conversation or it's a cool trend. No, this is my life. So I got to put in the work. I have to put in the work. As my wife and I continue to have such a beautiful time being married and a beautiful time creating together, um, our union absolutely motivates me to be better. How can it not? My wife is a light. I nicknamed her 75 and sunny because she's always moving like that. Darkness does not live around my wife, at least for very long. And when I say not living very long, I mean like seconds, because that is how strong her light, her energy and just her spirit is. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to be in her presence because it reminds me, hey, you know what? Happiness is a state of mind. I do control that part of my life. And so rebuilding seems and has seemed so fitting for me. Um, and I continue to go. I, I, I'm not going to stop. It is one day at a time. Some days are better than others. And when I struggle, I take a moment to myself. I sit down, um, I'll meditate, and I will go through and I will take inventory of myself. I will, I will dig in deep and figure out, okay, what is it that has me feeling X, Y, or Z? This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Thank you so much for being here with me as you are every Saturday. I appreciate you, you and you. And oh, I see all y'all over there. We're talking about rebuilding today and what that has meant for me. Now, many of you probably know, or if you don't know, I'm about to share with you some of the rebuilding steps after life or life after addiction, I should say. Uh, Number one, slow and steady wins the race. We've all heard that before. That's a very good one to use. I always say, well, I refer to it as being patient with myself. So we are absolutely in line with number one, slow and steady wins the race. Step number two, make things right. If you feel 
that you need to make things right and that it needs to be a part of your rebuilding process, then make it a real thing. Tap in with those people, touch base with them and make it right. Number three, do what's expected of you. This one, many people challenge with. I struggled with this for a long time because I was caught between the ego and the super ego. And I would always reside there. That's where I felt safe. I felt um, most in control there, believe it or not, right? Kind of trippy, right? Super ego and the ego. Yeah, we don't want to move in those spaces. We want to be humble. We want to be cordial. We want to be of, of assistance. We want to be helpful to our family, our friends, and our neighbors. Number four, leave old friends behind. Sometimes some people don't want to do that. I just mentioned this earlier. That is necessary sometimes. I think it's a case-by-case basis for myself. I left a lot of old associates behind. My closest friends are still with me to this day. Um, They understand my struggles. They have been able to rely on me, and I've been able to rely on them. So that's always a great thing when you have that type of bond with friends. Uh, the next one, start exercising. As you all know, I am a certified nutrition coach and I also help people with fitness plans, meal plans. I help to mitigate people's health risks. And I do that through nutrition and fitness. Exercising is necessary. Humans are not built to just sit and stay in one place. The way that our body is designed, we are designed to do a lot of things. And the way that we're able to do most things is by being in the best health. So whether you're walking, jogging, uh, swimming, hiking, as long as you're active, that could play a very key role in the rebuilding process. Again, it's not easy. I understand that. I'm not going to act like it's easy. It hasn't been easy for me. So if you or you know someone who is looking to start the rebuilding process and they need some assistance, they can reach out to the show um, and I'll give that information up a little bit later on. The next one, start dieting. I was just talking with my buddies the other day about how good foods help us to retain information. Good foods help us to get good sleep, helps us to have good attitudes, etc. Dieting does not have to be something that you... Um, view as a major task. Dieting is very simple, should be very simple. Um, It should be foods that are colorful, that are vibrant, that you also enjoy as well. But it should be a balance, right? Lean proteins, lots of greens, lots of good veggies. I love veggies and fruits, etc. You get the idea. Food matters. It does impact our attitudes. Understand that. And if you don't, now you know. (laughs) The next one, Get plenty of rest. I cannot say this enough. Good sleep. Oh, my goodness. Uh, A couple, I think it was last show or the show before that, I mentioned that I had a, a week of bad sleep. It really impacted me in a negative way. Um, most people probably should be getting seven to eight hours. However, uh, medical uh, resources show that the majority of individuals get about six to seven hours of sleep. You can and will function great off of six to seven and eight hours of sleep. I myself get five to six. I'm going to definitely work on that because rest is paramount. I mean, 
It affects everything. If you're sleep deprived, your personality, your attitude, your judgment, um, all kinds of things can be affected by sleep deprivation. So we don't want to we don't want to do that. We want to get our rest. So let's get our rest, people. It's very important. And the last one is set and accomplish goals. Having goals is great. It's a great way to monitor one's process. It's a great way to stay motivated. I know for myself, setting small or medium or large goals really helps me go after what I want. It's a great way for me to monitor where I'm at in my goal uh, process. And it's fun. I think for, for like myself, I'm a creative, so I'm always looking to improve or create myself. I'm always looking to just do something different. I just believe it's a part of who I am. And it speaks to me being the best versions of myself because all that matters, right? My creativity level, uh, the things I enjoy doing, where I spend my time, all that plays a role in my rebuilding process. So to set and accomplish goals, what's that going to do for me? Yeah, it's going to make me feel better about myself. It's going to give me that confidence boost. It's going to let me know, hey, you know what? I can set a goal and obtain it. I can reach it. I can do that. And if I could do it once, well, guess what? I could do it twice. I could do it three times and so on. And if I could do it that many times, then perhaps, just perhaps, I can encourage my fellow neighbor to do the same thing. Being able to rebuild your life is not easy, especially after like addiction. It's not easy to rebuild your life after addiction, right? It's, it's the challenges. Look, when it came to me rebuilding after addiction, Oh my goodness, I wanted to fold up. I didn't want to do the work. I always felt it was too hard. I was annoyed. I'd rather have a drink. And that's why I failed over 200 times. And then I had to understand the five stages of change, right? You have pre-contemplation where we're just, you know, we're in that space right before we actually may consider, you guessed it, the next one is contemplation, Being in between pre-contemplation and contemplation, I know a lot about that space. I have fought many wars there. I've lost them there as well. So let's do our best to understand and recognize the moments to adjust. Number three, preparation. Preparation is so key. Shout out to the to the old school or to the late rapper Nipsey Hussle. He had a line that he rapped about that he talks about preparation, where preparation and opportunity meet. And being ready in that regard. And so when it comes to the five stages of change, pre-contemplation, contemplation, and now preparation, we have to prepare. I believe prepare. Uh, I believe um, being prepared breeds clarity. That's something that's one of my mantras. I've gone with that for many, many years. And I believe it. Yeah, preparation does breed clarity. The next one, action. A lot of us lose the war right here not putting in the action we've made it past the pre-contemplating stage we've made it past the contemplating stage we have now begun to prepare but now we're still not sold we have to put action behind the vision the vision without the action is just a dream that's it That's it. So be sure that you are putting some kind of action 
into play so that you can make it happen and you could yield the results you so desire. And the last of the five steps of change, the last one and the most important one, they're all important. But this one, oh, yeah, this is the one maintenance. See, we done made it past pre-contemplation, contemplation and preparation only to be here giving some action, putting action behind it, right? But now we're in play. Now we're on the field. Now we got to maintain. What does a pro athlete have to do once they made it from college to the pros? I mean, yeah, they got to play ball, but besides that, strength and conditioning, training, a.k.a. maintenance. Maintenance is the hardest part of this entire grind, At least it has been for me. It does get easier. It can get easier if we continue to put in the work. See, you don't want to shortchange yourself because when you shortchange yourself, you're the only one coming up short. Your friends aren't coming up short. Your family ain't coming up short. You're coming up short. We want you to recognize the moment to adjust so that you can continue To rebuild the best versions of yourself. No, it's not easy. And I understand that. Life isn't easy, but it doesn't always have to be hard either. It's the choices that we make. Simply, it's the choices that we make. If you have anything that you want to change about yourself, make it happen. I believe in you. You should believe in you. You're totally worth it. If you have a friend who you know is struggling, show them some love, give them some love, encourage them to be better. Don't tell them. No one likes to be told anything. You share information with them. You share resources with them. That way they feel like you're in it with them. At least you're a part of their village and they feel more support. It's hard enough admitting that we struggle with something, right? Right. Like, it's hard enough for me to admit that to myself. And then on top of that, to share that with you all. But I appreciate you all. Like, I really do. Because you all have helped me just by listening. I thank you for listening. I really do. You don't have to. You could be somewhere else doing your own thing. But I thank you. And I hope, I hope Some, if not all of what I'm saying, lands somewhere within your heart or on your mind or triggers you to think about someone or something you yourself may have been pre-contemplating, contemplating. contemplating. I don't know. You may have been doing a couple of things. You may have been preparing for something. Maybe there's an action that you want to take that you should take. Or simply you just want to maintain where you are at in life. That's okay too. Remember, we're all about inclusion here, not exclusion. I want everyone to continue to be the best versions of themselves and surge and move forward. Go for it. Reach for it. It's there for you. If anyone has any comments, questions, or concerns, please email us here at the show at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, please do so. We are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you want to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, 
or Facebook. We are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I want to thank each and every single one of you who tune in every Saturday. This is great. I love you all. I appreciate you all. We are live from Chicago, Illinois, out here right by Lake Michigan. And uh, I'm thankful to be out here. Been out here for a week. It's been lovely. And I look forward to getting back to California because there is no place like home. And so please rebuild, rebuild with a purpose. Understand where you are at in the rebuilding process. Do not be afraid of anything. And if you are, that is okay because I want you to feel. I want you to feel the experience. I want you to take inventory of yourself. Okay? I want you to love yourself. Until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important, and many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah, and can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day. We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Adherence. Do you have what it takes to see it through? On the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. If they knock me down, then I, I get up, dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares.